All right, welcome back to Bible Speaks Truth. Once again, I am Jesse, and I am the one that is taking this journey. Well, I have to say, this is uh, this is very real life. Um, I started this podcast around February of 2019. I put out a few episodes. My last one being around April. And I have not recorded since. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is exactly what happens in everyday life. And some of us look at it, shrug our shoulders and just say, eh, you know, it's laziness. It's, uh, it's my job. I got busy with this. I got busy with that. Um, you know, I've got kids, what have you. And it's not like this is making me any money. Um, this is just something that I was doing because I was on fire for God and trying to find truth in life. And uh, and with that, uh, I fell off. Um, what does that mean exactly? Well, I did continue to read the Bible um, a bit. I still have a daily Bible app uh, that will pop up and give me a verse of the day. Uh, I still pray. Uh, I still try to walk with God the best that I can. But frankly, um, I have not been into the Bible and into my journey with God in a way that that makes me proud. Um, Now, I haven't gone out and, and done anything crazy and you know, believe that, you know, I've, I've done something where I've sent a ton, uh, no more than you or, or anybody else out there. You know, everybody sends every day, but uh, I certainly haven't been bringing God into my everyday life the way that I need to be. And, uh, you know, this is a result of that. So let this be a lesson to anybody. Um, you know, you are going to have moments in life where you feel very on fire for God, uh, very on fire for Jesus. And you're going to have moments where the devil frankly takes over and he distracts you in one way or another. And with those distractions, regardless of what they are, uh, he's done his job. He's won. And so that's absolutely what has happened with me. Um, With that said, though, I am back. Uh, I can't promise for how long. I am only human. Um, But I was pleased to see that, you know, although I haven't logged in or or done anything since uh, April, that there have been quite a few listens in random months and random times. And I hope that um, you know, anybody that has listened has gotten some value, uh, from what I've said, uh, what I've discovered on my own and what thoughts I've come up with as I've read through, uh, these passages in the Bible. And, uh, anyways, I'm back at it again. So to keep this brief, like I always try to, uh, I'm going to be giving you What I was just reading through this morning uh, as I got home from dropping my kids off at school, uh, I'm reading through Luke, and I get to 
chapter 23, verse 39. Now, keep in mind that this is a spot where they are crucifying Jesus. Uh, they have just decided to crucify Jesus. Um, he's really committed no crime, and, and the leaders um, during this time have have both agreed that Jesus has committed no crimes, but the people are wanting him crucified. And they essentially overthrow what the leaders are wanting and essentially the leaders just give in to what the the people want, uh, which is Jesus dead. And as a part of Jesus being crucified, they also want them to let Barabbas go free. Now, Barabbas is somebody who uh, was being crucified, um, but uh, Andy, and by the way, is a murderer, and um, the people now are more on his side than they are Jesus himself. So, I'm going to go ahead and read verse 3940 and uh, verse 39 through 43 and then give you my thoughts on this. So once again Luke 23 verse 39 through 43. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed. So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, "Don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die?" We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now, that um, that final verse is really important to me and uh, means a lot to me because when my dad passed away this last December, um, we're coming up on a year now, I put this in the pamphlets, um, you know, that we had it as his, uh, his wake. So, um, you know, this is something that stood out to me then and is obviously standing out to me now for that reason. But, um, you know, really all of this is standing out to me because this is exactly where uh, we are at as a society and this is the way that we operate is we expect to see Jesus and we expect to see these miracles um, as a part of our everyday life. You know, there's <laughs> in this era of social media and electronics really not a lot impresses us and we're such a I gotta have it now society that we move on very very quickly uh, if we get bored because there's a million other things out there to entertain our time and uh, you know quite frankly most of it's mindless entertainment or filth or what have you but we all do it, um, you know, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or uh, memes or group chats or what have you. 
Um, you know, we, we're all pretty much guilty of this. But uh, a lot of people in society don't believe um, because they can't physically see Jesus. They look at the bad things that go on in this world and will cry out to Jesus for a moment and won't hear anything or see anything happen in that moment. And so it's just easy not to believe. And that's exactly what this uh, this criminal is doing. I mean, he's side by side with Jesus about to die, both of them. And he's looking at Jesus and he's like, listen, man, like, give me a miracle here. And Jesus doesn't. So I, I think it's probably, I could probably go without saying that this man dies without believing that Jesus uh, was was God and may not believe in God himself. And so, um, you know, this is, this is what we do. Um, we expect things to be done in the manner that we want them done. And when they aren't, we don't understand, we don't comprehend. And so our simple minds answer that by saying, well, God's not real, Jesus isn't real, <laughs> the Bible's totally fake. You know, I mean, how can this fiction book do anything in your life? These are things that I hear on a regular basis. You know, anytime I post on social media, and, and this is actually pretty funny too, but, you know, anytime I, I post on social media, um, you always get backlash uh, if it's about God or the Bible or anything like that. And what's funny is, when I first started this journey, I was very active on social media um, about my thoughts and my feelings around this whole thing. And, uh, and I would get a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. But as time has gone on, even though some of the shock that I post has not changed or has maybe even gotten, quote unquote, more offensive to this society, um, I'm getting almost no response. And that tells me that we are so numb as a society, so numb and so bored that if I were to post a funny meme, I'd probably get 50 likes minimum. But if I post something about Jesus or something about how crappy our society is, whether it's about you know God or not, nothing. I get nothing. No hits, no likes, nothing. That's where we're at as a society. It's pretty crazy to me. Pretty crazy. Um... And this this verse really opens my eyes to it. Um, you know, like I said, you've got somebody literally right there dying with Jesus and is denying him because he won't work the miracle that he wants him to work. Guys, <laughs> one thing I'm starting to figure out more and more is that we put a box on Jesus Christ. We put a box on God and we expect him to fit into this perfect little box. And... He's not. He's never going to. He's looking at things completely different than you and I. 
you know, sometimes in death, people get mad at them. They rebuke them. They hate them. What have you. When my dad passed away, that was the biggest moment in my life. The biggest impact in my life other than my children being born. And for whatever reason, I... I, Listen, I'm not... (laughs) I'm not trying to make this sound like I'm some good, high, mighty person for thinking this, but for whatever reason, in that moment, not long after figuring out that my dad has just passed away suddenly, the biggest rock in my life gone forever, I prayed to Jesus that I know you have a plan that is bigger than what I can fathom. And I'm going to trust you in this moment. I don't know why. I I can't tell you why. Um, You know, I do not attend church regularly. I, other than this journey um, that I've posted eight or so podcasts on, it's not like I read the Bible daily. Um, You know, I do pray and I do believe in God and... um, I certainly am trying to be better in life at at being closer with him and doing my job um, because he does give us free will and sometimes that free will will leads me away from him. But um, in that moment, in that biggest moment in my life, I had a sense of calm and I realized that the plan is bigger than anything that I can fathom. That's just the way I felt in my heart in that moment. Um, and a year later, close to a year later, that is exactly how I still feel. Um, I don't know what that plan is. I don't know if that, that plan was simply to bring me closer to God, um, for me to find my path in life to be with Jesus so that I can in turn get my children down that path or my wife down that path more or friends, or what have you. I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if I'll ever know the answer to that, but I'm comfortable with it. I'm very comfortable in it. And that's where we need to be closer to. You know, I assume if you're listening to this, you yourself are on some sort of journey uh, where you're seeking, or maybe you've sought, and you're happy with what you found and you're just trying to listen to a different perspective. I, I don't know. Um, but either way, we have to understand that when people pass or people are sick or something happens and we pray to God and we don't get exactly what we want, it's because we're not supposed to get it in that moment. It's not the way it's supposed to happen. It's not the way that it's meant to be. And it may hurt in the moment. It may seem harsh in the moment. It may make it easy to turn your back in the moment. But it's all a test. I mean, this is this world is ran by Satan. And the things that happen negatively in this world are all fleshly things. And we don't see past that because this is all we've ever known or all we've ever seen. But reality is we have a whole life, eternal life 
that will last forever in the kingdom with our Lord and our Savior. I'm going to say it again, forever. We're on this world, on this planet, in this flesh for a short amount of time. And when I say short, I mean you may live for a day. You may live for 119 years, 364 days, because as I've said in a podcast in the past, uh, people don't live past that (laughs) because God said they don't live past that. And that has been proven. But that is your lifespan. That is the maximum you will spend on this earth. It's not a very long time. Okay? It really is not a very long time. So you have to find a way past these earthly flesh thoughts. Get more into a spiritual realm with Jesus And allow him to guide you and teach you right from wrong and just full on trust that he's got this. Even when you know he's there, you ask him for something and he doesn't give it to you. You have to trust that he's got something bigger going on. Okay? So this went way longer than what I, a typical uh, podcast for me goes. You know, I try to keep it under 15 minutes, but look, this is my first one back <laughs> in eight months or whatever it is. So it's going to be a little bit longer, but uh, I appreciate you for listening. Um, I hope you continue to take this journey with me and God bless you.